Good evening, family. How is everybody doing tonight? Guys, we had a beautiful weekend here. The weather was just absolutely delightful. We uh, 
are here tonight. We got our special guests this evening who are actually the second people all in one week, too, that are live in KC studio. We've got Matt and Hev here with us tonight. And uh, tonight's going to be an hour show. We're going to do tonight's show um, just to kind of go around. Um, we're going to talk a little bit about what's happening in this world as far as um, the elections going and what's going on in different communities. And we are going to do some prayers individually. Um, and I hope you guys pray right along with this for the elections that are coming up on Tuesday around our country. Now, this isn't the big one, obviously. Um, we're not going to have too many senator um, or congressional um elections going on, but we do have a lot of the gubernatorials that are going on right here in our own state of Kentucky. We've got a big one coming up on Tuesday. So we're not going to pray that they win. We're just going to pray that God watches over them and God blesses um, the person that is going to follow Jesus's lead and uh, teach and lead like Jesus. That's the biggie. Not don't We don't need any more people um, holding politics like Americans. We need them to do it like Jesus, lead like Jesus. So we're going to go ahead and say hello to everybody real quick. Hev, how are you doing tonight? I'm doing great. It's great to uh, great to have you here with us. I know our little echo had to turn down the microphone here, but it's great to have you. We had a, a good dinner. Um, you guys, you worked a long day and then came over here. Yes. <laughs> so it's a blessing. I know this is your first time on the mic, and mm -hmm. it's, it's relatively painless because <laughs> you guys don't curse. You're not going to blow your nose into the mic so we're all good no no peeing live you know none of that stuff. <laughs> it's happened it's um, happened <laughs> it's it's happened on one of our shows believe it or not and it wasn't me i promise you i, I was working the editing board getting as quick as i could to move to because we were live video so i'm like running from that scene because he carried his phone with him as he went to the restroom so i'm like oh hitting the microphone muting it out and then moving to another uh another camera um, Matt, brother, how are you doing? I'm doing good. Man, it, it's great to have you here. Like I said, I'll make it as easy as possible. Like I said, you know, obviously you guys know how to pray. Um, yeah, hopefully, hopefully. Yeah, you know, we'll, we'll see if they forget because the uh, microphone has a way of uh, making people forget what they normally had to do. Um, but then you'll realize, you know, once the show's over, how painless it really is. I can promise that you that. Sounds good to me. And, yeah. and Livin, how are you doing tonight? steal this mic from you <laughs> i'm doing really good it's good to be here tonight with everybody we had a great dinner with matt and have so good to see them since we've been here for a couple months now or actually you've been here longer yeah so it's good to have them here really glad to have them in our studio we're bringing all the people in from kentucky and really loving it i know we've got a mood wolf in the house yeah. he's not in the room because we ran out of chairs and microphones <laughs> yeah <laughs> but uh but um, actually, Moon Wolf Nathan will be joining us uh, um, when he gets back. He's going to be going to a wedding. His sister's getting married. How exciting is that? So he'll be heading out of here um, mid next week, and then he'll be back after that. And then we're going to bring him on to discuss, you know, property taxes, taxes, sovereign, um, you know, being sovereign citizen and so forth. And uh, he, he, he'll he tell you that um, I'm not the most brilliant guy when it comes, but he's pretty smart, man. He has a way of explaining it to me. Um, man, if you can explain stuff to me, then you're doing an all right job. <laughs> hey, if he can save me on my taxes, I'm happy. I'm no. happy. Yeah, you he, know. <laughs> oh man, when I when I came when I when we moved here, um, I came here and we uh, didn't know exactly what our property line was, and he literally went around with a little metal detector, found all because you may not realize this, but there's metal under the ground on the all four corners of your lot. So if you have a lot, um, you know, 1.5 acres here, um, there's metal under the ground. So you know exactly where your property line ends. 
and he literally found this like 10 by 100 feet or something yeah um extra that because they had moved the property line in yeah. and he went and found out where it actually went so he he gave we he found more land that was ours you know um amazing brother i am so thankful to have him here i'm really thankful to have you guys here because I, I i you know for those of you who don't know um we when we moved from Te when i moved from texas when she was in arizona um matt and head started popping by like maybe it was a couple of months before we even purchased our home mm -hmm. and they they started listening to kilted christian and then one day we mentioned on our show we were moving to kentucky mm -hmm. Matt and Hev said, well, we're in Kentucky, and we were like, Flemingsburg, and they're like, are you kidding me? That's where we live. <laughs> yeah, it uh, it blew my mind. I was like, whoa, <laughs> and I knew it was a God thing right off the bat. No, it, uh, definitely, you know, because obviously we're, we're Christian community. We're going to build a little prayer center right here in Flemingsburg, um, and then when we got here, um, the original Bard's Fest um, had been canceled. Well, they were actually going to cancel it because the location that we had in Kansas backed out. So um, living and uh, Moonwolf got on it and we ended up finding the facility or the fairgrounds or the, the campgrounds out here at Mandolin Farms. And we ended up having Bards Fest right here in our little tiny town. Yeah, it, 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 <laughs> it was it was just like one surprise right after another for me and for us. And yeah, it was a blessing. Yeah. I know you was like the next thing they're gonna say is it's gonna be in our backyard. Yeah, <laughs> I, 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 I did. I, I, well, it was going to be, but we found Mandolin Farms. <laughs> they they have a little more land than us, so, so that works. A little bit and places to camp because um, we were literally talking about having it here on our property, yes. um, but we wouldn't be able to support the energy that would have been needed to have the the live music the the live streaming and all that other stuff so we looked into it though yeah we, we did we checked into yeah. it we just didn't have what we needed um but then like i said god knew god knew it was going to be here we just didn't know where um ended up being at the beautiful grounds over oh, there at mandolin gosh. farms um great stage the pavilion was amazing many of you got to come really and was awesome and rob was they, oh, yeah. helped, they helped me so much there. I was so appreciative of them that they helped me get that going. Oh, it was yeah. it was amazing. Yeah. I, I had a long talk with them after the Bards Fest. So. They probably got annoyed with me because I pulled in and out so many times, <laughs> taking taking <laughs> things back and forth, supplies and wood oh, and man, stuff. Kind of like me. Yeah. <laughs> they, they, they were like, ah, man, this yeah. guy's in and out of this place. Yeah. You know, but, so we were blessed not only to be able to go through with the Bards Fest, yes. but to have you guys come to a place that we just moved to be able to see where we live, you know, yeah. and, you know, um, into this little new community, which has been very accepting. Um, and these very guys will vouch, they, they grew up here, so they, they know the area. Um, but the people here are just as kind and loving as all of you right here in the chat. Um, very accepting, very open. You can't go, you can't go to a drive through without having a 10 minute conversation with the person oh, that's handing right. you a change. <laughs> People. We were talking about the bank, the people at the bank. They love him. They're looking forward to seeing him every time he goes in there. He has, he's in there twenty minutes every time he goes. Well, if there's one place that's uh, that that you should make a good relationship at, that's that's your bank. Yeah, exactly. I, I pulled out my ID the other day, and they were like, "Oh, we don't need that. <laughs> we know who you are." But now, now I've groomed a little bit, so they're going to have to get used to my my long gray beard being a short gray and red beard. <laughs> and I know it's weird, but the people at the clerk's office are just oh, everywhere. Yeah, everywhere they say hi, or people walking by you say hi, and you know when you're in a big town coming from Arizona and Texas, you don't get that. 
you know, they don't recognize your face or they don't say hi. Everybody just puts their head down and is doing. Yeah. Work. Heaven got jealous at me because some of them knew me down there at the clerk's office and they, uh, they gave me one of the more expensive license plates and I'll just say for a discounted price, because uh, I don't want other people to get jealous of that, <laughs> that yeah. if they're in Flemingsburg. Well, I've got to drive all the way into Moorhead to get our business taken care of because, you know, being having a car here and then getting a new license plate is a whole lot different than bringing one from out of state. So we've got to go to the sheriff and there's a, what's called a sheriff's inspection here. Um, we may not have to go through it because we, we have to, by law in Texas, get our cars inspected anyways before we can get our, our, you know, title, um, mm -hmm. you know, set for, for the next year. Um, so that I may be able to hand that over to them since it was so recent, they'll be like, all right, you're good. But that's this, that's a loving, trusting town. Um, or police here, if you're in any kind of trouble other than murder, they'll, they'll just <laughs> go on home. We'll give you a call before your court date. <laughs> uh, you know, if, um, it, it wasn't in cold blood, they, they may even let you get away with that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. If it was for the right reason. Well, I, I've been here, um, since july and i think i've seen a total of four police cars um on the road that's on the highway heading into maysville moorhead they're all our neighbors probably. yeah yeah they're, they're all over there in their neighborhood <laughs> exactly it's true huh yeah the three of them live beside of me so nice well i'll well, tell you what we met the we met the sheriff here and he seemed pretty cool he yeah he's yeah, seen cool nice. well, well we'll see we, we'll see mm -hmm. i mean you know how i feel about politics huh? i I trust through the fruits they bear, not through the words that come out of their mouths, because uh, Biden said a whole lot of good things yeah. to a whole lot of people. And ask those same people, about three quarters of them be like, eh. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I, I know exactly what you mean. Um, yeah, let your, let your actions speak louder than the things you actually say. Yeah, I mean, even God asked us to bear fruits. He didn't say go around and tell. He wanted us to spread the gospel. But spreading isn't necessarily through your words. It's through what you do. Because talk is cheap and you know the old you know one thing that i firmly believe in is the best leaders lead through action not through words the best leaders are the ones that wake up one day and go how did i become a leader you know what i'm saying and mm -hmm. and that's in in many many cases you know um and the thing is though is that we need to get back to the point where it was meant to where our farmers our electricians our you know your grocery stockers that we were all meant to be part of the political system and in many cases as long as you know the Constitution, and in my opinion, you know, added a little added to it, you know, little faith in God, you know, really, really goes a long way too. We don't need lawyers. I, you know, when I read a bill, I want to read something that I can understand, read and understand within thirty minutes, not the double speak or the the double entendre, where they, you know, you can read it in two completely different ways. Um, you know, we need to get back to simplicity you know, single focus bills and so forth. And that's the thing is that your common person isn't going to try to speak over your head when, you know, I would rather have a bill with all kinds of grammatical errors and misspellings, but, but honest truth and, and sincerity in that bill than what they do now. Lawyers are dangerous, you know, and I'm not saying all attorneys. So any attorneys out there that are listening, we, we do appreciate what you do, but you also know that many of our attorneys right now that are in our Congress and our Senate are corrupt as sin. Yes. Well, who was it? Was it Einstein or somebody said it, it takes a wiser man to put it in terms that other people can understand? Amen. Than, yeah. Amen. That mean, and I can't, I wish Jeff was here. Jeff would tell me right off the bat what I'm, what I'm talking about, but speak simply. Yeah. Speak simply. We should all speak, you know, as, as to a child could understand what we're talking about. 
And um, that's the thing is that it's easy to deceive people when they don't. Yeah, no legalese, Moho Horizon, exactly. No legalese. And that's the that's what they do is because they know they don't understand it. Then they they make these like 3,000 page bills and they say, all right, you got 24 hours to read. Look, I'm a good reader, but there's no way I can read 3,000 pages in 24 hours. You know what I'm saying? Because you have to digest what you're reading. And I mean, other than that, you're just skimming. Or or Pelosi's, uh, uh, you got to pass it to read it or to see what's in it. Yeah, exactly. Was that her that did that? Yeah, yeah, that was her. <laughs> and, uh, you know, but fortunately, I'm I'm seeing some pretty great things. You know, one thing today, and it's the only the only news I'm going to bring up, I promise, on Sunday, um, was that Zelensky, um, Ukrainian Zelensky, has asked uh, Trump to come to Ukraine. And I was like, what in the heck are you talking about? Well, th- he knows he's not getting any more money because in order for us to put any more money for Ukraine in the bill— um, Johnson has required everybody to say, hey, where's every other dime already been spent? Before you get any more money, we want to know where every dime is already gone. So I was like, what is this about? And then I started thinking about it. And this is if if there is a plan, okay? If we are, quote, watching a movie and everything's playing out for public exposure and awakening people, how amazing would it be if Trump went over to Ukraine and was the only person that could end that that conquest that that war that's going on right now between russia and ukraine that would literally there'd be a lot of people that were anti-trump that would kind of come around at that point you know so we'll see where this goes it's interesting because they're still talking about a bunch of other things that i'm waiting for the january 6th but once again there's a lot of double talk and if you if you read things closely they always do the same thing they go we are working on um I can promise you that I'm going to stand behind this. You know what I'm saying? They they give you the the same promises through their wording, but I don't care about any of that stuff. Just like many of you, I want to see it done. You know, talk is cheap. Quit talking about it. I would rather not hear what's going to happen and then wake up one day and see that it happened. That's where we are right now. Oh, yeah. Um, I mean, just imagine the contrast, though, of Trump went over there and fixed what Biden has kind of set up or, you know, the Biden administration. We know Biden's not really yeah. calling well, the shots, he, but you know what I mean? CBS today. I know I just promised no news, but yeah. CBS today <laughs> literally admitted that this is a, a shadow term right now for Obama. They, they literally admitted CBS admitted. No, it was NBC admitted that um, Obama's running the show right now. I agree. That's a, they actually told the truth. I'm blown away. You know, I see. Well, there's a point, you know, God said that all truth would be revealed. The light would be shined on all darkness. And I think we're starting to see a bit, cause there's a point where you can lie, 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 but then there's a point where you just look like a liar. You yeah. Know? So I think we're getting to the point now where people are starting to see reality and the truth and they really can't hide behind their lies anymore. Um, no different with the vaccinations and all this other stuff, all these companies and stuff that were pushing, 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 and then the truth comes out. And where do they go? They go right back behind the rock that they yeah. came from, and you never hear about it again. Um, no different than this Ukraine thing that they didn't shut up about for, what, a year? Well, And then this whole thing began in Israel, and it's like, oh, you mean there's still a war going on between the Russia and Ukraine? Like, they just stopped talking about it. Yeah, yeah, I know. But fortunately, the one thing that we can trust is prayer and Scripture. So that was one of the reasons we decided to gather. And, and we were going to do just, we were just going to have like a, a private little prayer session. Um, 
but have had to work today. So he came over late and I was like, you know what? Maybe God's intention wasn't for us just to do it out by ourselves, but to share our prayers with all of you guys so that you can pray along with this because we're all going through this. Um, all around our country, we're going to be having the Tuesday elections. And, you know, so we all, we need to pray. And that's one thing I've said before is that I will never pray for my favorite team to win. I will pray that everybody plays their best. I'll pray to God that everyone stays healthy. But, you know, it's just, it's not right to pray that somebody wins and somebody loses because God doesn't pick sides. God loves his people. We're all his children, whether you're a nasty, evil Pelosi or, you know, um, or someone that's really reputable in in God's eyes, they're still God's children. So he's not going to pick sides. So I will never pray that, you know, in our case, Cameron wins the government. Um, to be governor in our state, but I will pray for him in other ways. So I'm going to begin, I'm going to do the first prayer and then you guys can kind of, as the Beastie Boys would say, pass the mic and uh, we'll all do our individual prayer. It doesn't have to be long. You guys, you know, you know how to pray. So do your thing, but I'm just going to begin the prayer and then I'll say amen. And then I'll just um, kind of point, we'll move around so that we can pray. So if everybody would please bow their heads and we'll pray again at the end of the show, but this is a specific prayer right here. So everybody please bow your heads. Heavenly Father, I want to thank you for the life you've given us and for giving us this honor and this privilege, not only to be alive during this time, dear Lord, but to be alive right here in in one of the greatest countries in this entire world, the United States of America. I'm not downing other countries, all countries, Father, you know, are just absolutely wonderful. But this country right here was built upon Christian values. It was built upon laws that protected those people that, that believed in you. And I thank you for that, that honor and that privilege, dear Lord, to have me here right during this time, during this time today, especially as we walk into a war. And we're part of this war too, Father. You know that. This isn't a war to arms yet, but it may get to that point. But dear Lord, we're still in a war between good and evil nonetheless. Father, part of this war that's going on here, right here in our own country, is the corruption that's going on within our government. And evil has penetrated every way that it possibly can in order to deceive us, distract us, and to move us in a direction that we don't need to go. So, Father, as you know, I will never pray for anyone to win and for you to pick sides, dear Lord, because we're all your children. We well understand that. But, Father, I do ask tonight that you be with everyone, get into their souls, get in their hearts, be with them, dear Lord, and let them cast the right vote, dear Lord. The the vote that's not going to just benefit them, that's not going to be led by their indoctrination or being brainwashed, dear Lord, but that that vote for what's best for the world, for this country, because it goes well beyond our country. Dear Lord, I ask that you you be with both sides, both parties, dear Lord, and just get inside of them. Let them know what they're doing is wrong. If they are doing wrong, let them be guided by what's right, dear Lord, by knowing that it's right in their heart and just by listening to you as you speak. Dear Lord, I ask that you bless them and to lead like Jesus, dear Lord, We don't need any more politicians that are trying to lead like Americans because America, as we found out, has been filled with corruption. Most of our government is filled with corrupt people that are out for themselves, out to make a bigger dime, that are caught up in the flesh and not not the kingdom. So, Father, I ask that you just bless both sides. Let them wake up, dear Lord, and see what they have been doing and what they need to be doing. Let them stand up for the big man and the little man. Let them do what they can in their office to benefit society and to not harm society any longer. Dear Lord, we had a discussion earlier, as you, as you know, cause you listen in about, you know, what it says in, in scripture about abiding by the government and its laws. 
I ask dear Lord that you, you help people wake up and understand what that means, because it doesn't mean to follow those laws that are unjust. It means to follow those heavenly laws, those laws that you have laid out dear Lord, those laws that benefit mankind, that protect mankind, that don't venture away from what you had intended on this earth. That's one big thing is there's so many ways that we can decipher scriptures. Father, bless all of those who are running for candidacy around our country and those that are actually going out to cast that vote to give them discernment so they can understand what scripture means and get on that same page and understand is that God doesn't want us to follow ill laws or all laws that, that benefit them and not us. Dear Lord, I ask that you bless those politicians and let them understand the same and let them follow our constitution, God's law, dear Lord. Dear Lord, in the meantime, if, if all possible, let these, these people that get voted in be men and women of God. Those that serve you, dear Lord, those that, that put your will into their everyday actions, those that aren't just following what our constitution says, dear Lord, but those that want to better people in general, make them God-loving people through the acts and through their fruits that they bear, not through their words. We see so many deception, dear Lord, and talk is so cheap, and so many people tell you what, what you want to hear, and then they get in the office, dear Lord, and they do anything but. Dear Lord, let people wake up to the tyranny on both sides. Don't let them get caught up in, in a party system of Democrat and Republican and whatever else there is around this world in the party systems. Dear Lord, let them start focusing on the individual and what they are saying. Let those people that are, that are going and running for politics put out there in a very honest, open way of what they plan on doing, but following through with that, dear Lord, so that we know exactly what we're voting for. Bless all the people, dear Lord, let them be healthy on the day of elections. Let them get up and go out and make that difference in this world, dear Lord. Let them get on their knees and pray to you, dear Lord, before they get a chance to go vote so they have that discernment wisdom of how to vote. And then let them come home back on their knees in prayers to, in praise to you, dear Lord. And thanks for giving us the opportunity to make a difference in this world. Father, we know you're going to come home one day and you're going to come back here and you're going to take us home. We don't know when that time is, dear Lord, so we need to be active right here on this earth as we can right now. Dear Lord, we need to follow the missions that you have set us on and be very clear about the way that we do things. Father, let us always be very accurate with our words and not veer away from Scripture. Follow Scripture to the T, dear Lord, so that we have people on that, that path to righteousness and not bearing off to that wide path, which is so easy to do, dear Lord. It's one thing is you're always in our lives, but sadly, the devil and the demons are always in our lives too, trying to stray us away from what we need to be doing. But Father, you have worked your life, our lives, and you've saved the wretch like me and many other like me, and you have brought us to that heavenly path, dear Lord. So don't let us stop there. Don't let us stop at the relationship that we have with you. Let us work on it every day, building a stronger relationship with you and helping other people find that same love and that same enthusiasm that we have, dear Lord, the moment that we have you in our lives. And dear Lord, don't ever let us turn our backs on you. That's one promise that I can make, dear Lord. I may never be perfect, but I'm working on it daily, but I will never turn my back on you. I will do my best to listen to you, Father, as much as I possibly can, as I know everyone here that is in this chat will as well, dear Lord. And in the meantime, I thank you for having patience with this as we venture into this. Dear Lord, many things about being a Christian became very easy the day that we found you, we, pulled, we accepted you into our heart, but many other things became difficult because we weren't a target. We weren't a threat to the devil until we accepted you into our heart. But that day, dear Lord, we became the biggest threat that there is 
because we are trying to help other people find the same thing. So give us the strength, the courage, the wisdom, and the discernment to do everything that we can, dear Lord, to serve you, to protect this will of this earth, to protect those children and the innocent, dear Lord, and those that cannot take care of themselves. Let us stop being selfish and start being selfless. Dear Lord, let us realize that we always have what we need. And we don't have those days where we don't need the fancy things, dear Lord. We just need what we need to get around, to go to work, to eat, to survive, to have the water, to have shelter over our head, dear Lord. Let us begin to live simply and let us learn to appreciate everything, no matter how big or small. But Heavenly Father, most importantly, we love you with all of our hearts. In Jesus Christ and our Heavenly Father's name we pray. Amen. Amen. Hev, you want to pray? More prayer. <laughs> yeah, I have to follow that. I... <laughs> <laughs> Heavenly Father, thank you for all that you do for us. Thank you for allowing us to be here tonight. Thank you for the fellowship and just allowing us to spread your word. We ask that you'll lead us and guide us in all that we do. And specifically, we're asking tonight that you lead us and guide us in how we should vote in the upcoming elections. We want your will to be done. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Heavenly Father, Lord, we first and foremost, we just want to thank you for just blessing us, Lord, and just all that you've done for us, Father. Lord, uh, I'm blessed, and I know this bunch around me is blessed, Lord, and we're blessed abundantly, most of all, with just our love for one another, with this family, the Kilted Nation, um, in this community, Lord. Uh, Father, uh, we're just asking for guidance right now, Lord, that you just lead us. Uh, help us, give us guidance and wisdom and discernment, Lord, and how to vote, Lord, how to, to vote uh, with a righteous manner for uh, somebody with principles and uh, uh, just that somebody that's going to do according to your will, Lord. We pray for your will over ours, no matter what, Father, no matter how we vote, no matter who wins, we pray for your will, Lord. Uh, we just pray for righteousness, and uh, Lord, just forgive us for our complacency in the past, Lord. And I know we've let a lot of things uh, get by, Lord, in our uh, voting and in, in our uh, systems and these worldly systems, Lord, that we this never should have happened. Uh, Father, we I pray and ask protection over the elections as well. Um, that hopefully, Lord, the whoever wins rightfully wins uh, and fairly. Uh, and just let it be your will, Father, and just lead us and guide us, watch over us, and just be with each of us, and bless those, uh, just everyone, Lord, to have the knowledge and things they need to to vote for the right person, Father. Just ask these things in Jesus' name, and amen. Amen. Heavenly Father, I ask that you put a hedge of protection around the elections that will occur on November 7th. I ask that you... I ask that you, I can't even think of the word. You guys have said so much, I'm off. I, I ask that you make sure that um, whoever does win this election, that, that they are working for the people and not against the people. And I ask that, that we, I am drawing a blank, <laughs> sorry. I, I ask that, that you protect all that are involved, that are working the elections, and whatever occurs, let it be your will that it's it's done in in Christ Jesus' name, Amen. Amen. Totally drew a blank. Sorry. <laughs> See, I, 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 I blame it. I blame it on the microphone because <laughs> it does have a way of drawing blanks. Um, but oh, 
I blame you, Duncan, because your prayer was so extravagant <laughs> was at the beginning. I couldn't. Style. I was like, what, I, what can I pray for that he didn't pray for? Well, no, you did. Actually, all three of you did. That's one thing I love about, you know, multiple prayers is that, you know, I forgot to pray for the legitimacy of this election. You know, that's one of the most important things is that you can have the right guys running for office, but if you've got a corrupt election and a corrupt system, you may not end up getting the right guys. So that's the great thing about multiple people praying. You know, but I, I go after you, Burren. You guys, <laughs> I do not like to. I do not like to pray out loud. I'm sorry, God. I'm, I I just can't. Uh, Live and get the short end of the stick. <laughs> I was like, I already had my stuff saying, then he said it, and then she said it, and then you said it. I was like, oh, my God, what's what left? I to say? I'm not much of a prayer out Oh, either. God, my heart was pounding. Like ne well, neither was I. Yeah, you know, um, you guys do well. Well, I got I got used to, you know, um, leading prayer um, with my mother. And, and my dog, who, you know, you guys will see one day when our dogs join us in prayer, literally. And uh, I just, one of those things, I think God, you know, because I, I asked, I literally prayed to God to bless me with the ability to pray, especially because I'm doing a show. Oh my God. And then, and, and he gave it to me. Um, and I'm thankful because I, I mean, because I listen to like Jeff Pray and, and Mary, Flightworks Mary and, oh. and some of the other ones. And they're such phenomenal. Matter of fact, uh, Jay Wu prayed with me one day on the phone, you know, and it's like, Man, man, I wish I could pray like you guys, but that's the thing is that he gives us all um, a way to pray. Well, just never mm -hmm. go last with you guys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I should have went first because <laughs> everything I had in my head. Well, I was going to say, you, I had to follow. <laughs> yeah. I know. <laughs> you have an unbelievable, Duncan has an unbelievable talent. Talent. Yeah, gift. That's a gift, a gift to yeah. be able to pray the way you well, do. In all fairness, I pray live um, six or seven nights a week. So um, the, the microphone doesn't make me um, blank out. I, I'm, I'm so used to this thing being in front of my face that, you know, and, and it is. And any, any of you that have ever done any kind of radio, um, there's something about the microphone that, that draws blanks in the heads of people that aren't used to speaking into the microphone. But you all did phenomenal. All of your prayers were great. Living, you too. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Uh, I just help, hope God that gives me the grace as he does you to be able to pray like you. I know. I feel like the mic's just like sitting there staring at me and I'm like trying know, not to I, look at it. I know, <laughs> I oh, you should try a camera in front of you then. Oh, oh. That's way worse. Oh, I, I still get camera shy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. I'm, I'm good at talking, you know, BS on a mic, but. Uh, yeah. Like, carrying on. <laughs> yeah. No. Oh yeah. You know what? I forgot. I had a third mic. Thank yeah. you. Recovering Democrat for reminding me. We have a big, mic. big fuzzy mic. We could have hooked that one up too. <laughs> you just had to hold it in your hand. Cause we only have like two boom arms. Moderating, managing outside the studio. Yeah. But, um, but no, you, you guys did phenomenal. And, and that's the great thing is that you don't have to be, you know, a, um, you don't have to be someone that can pray, without skipping a beat or taking a pause like god doesn't care about that god mm -hmm. is just happy that you've taken a moment to pray and it's a whole lot easier praying in your head than it is vocally mm -hmm. um because in a way it's not a performance when you pray but it, it is when you're in front of that that's why i give so much respect to preachers they can get up there and just effortlessly go through their sermon without skipping a beat it's just like wow i mean that's so amazing and I think a lot of times some of that comes back to the spirit of God, though. Yes. Um, and he he takes hold of them if they're called, and he works some pretty amazing things through them and messages, you know. Yeah. I try to be short and sweet. If I but then again, if I pray in my head, sometimes I start thinking, 
And I'm like, oh, wait, sorry, I've got to get back to what I was praying about. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, it's like, hey, it's, it's like a Friday night show, chasing squirrels. God, God doesn't care how many topics you cover in a prayer. You know, and, and, and Wade says, uh, it's just the same misfits oh, here. Yeah, I know, but Brian, dead air is not a good thing. <laughs> and I couldn't, oh my God, I'm so embarrassed. But, anyway. but I mean, honestly, it, it, it it's from the heart. That's what uh, matters. But exactly. And, and God doesn't hear the lips. He hears the heart, mm -hmm. you know, and that's one thing too, is that, you know, I know you don't see it, but I always do a little silent prayer before I even start a show, yeah. um, you know, so that that God guides me. And there's been a couple of shows where I finished the show and I'm like, I don't even remember what I talked about. And it was, I almost feel like, you know, the spirit was in me and, and living. I'll be able to tell you those days. Cause I'm like way more energized when I get done with those shows. Not that God's not always here, but, but some, I just feel like God just leads. And, and that's one thing about the prayers is I don't even feel like I'm the one praying. I feel like God is, is using me as a vessel to, pray the well, prayer you can tell by the way you pray too and so that's what i got from him too is like you're being used and it's just you guys just flow and like jeff jeff is another one that oh he's got beautiful prayers too he just flows like he's you know speaking god's words and i love that well that's what i know when i'm listening to your stories or not stories your lessons uh sometimes uh you're always good but then there's sometimes i'm like man there's like a fire to it tonight or something yeah, and yeah. i'm like like I, like it's like hitting me and uh it gets it kind of gets me going you know what i'm saying but and see, uh, that's, that's awesome though because it's like i said this is a a collaboration it's a group effort and you know and i say it a lot and i know i get redundant with this but you know this isn't our show it's no, all no, of it our is, show and, and i sincerely mean that because i'm you know, I keep Kentucky. You're going to come to the studio. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I know, so sure keep that by. in mind. Anybody that wants to come visit yeah. us in Kentucky, okay, you you're going to get on the microphone. And pop in. That's what uh, you get to come to the kilted layer. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> kilted studios. <laughs> like I said, which is actually just a decent sized bedroom <laughs> that's got sound dampeners all over the walls. <laughs> I know. I seen the things on the walls and I was like, oh no. So I started to get a little intimidated. <laughs> Oh yeah, we're we're gonna be getting the uh, some carpets put down, not carpet, but just like little rugs put down yeah. in here, and that actually dampens some of the echo as well. Um, but we were just fortunate and blessed um, that we got this extra room in order to put the studio in. But this is our like studio <laughs> slash sewing room. Read, read Steve's comment. <laughs> <laughs> i'll get the green hey well the 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 chicken the chicken coops up yeah and Steve. the greenhouse will be finished yeah i know i keep saying this it'll be finished by spring <laughs> he's supposed to be having stuff growing it right now oh, no, but, spring. but in all fairness though we we do jump into other projects yes, so it's not did, like yeah. i just stopped doing the greenhouse and like okay We're i'm actually I'll, getting chickens when this week yeah, we're getting yeah. chickens tomorrow. We're gonna get chickens tomorrow. Yeah, we're gonna. I, th I think God's. Hens. I think God's just telling you to eat more meat. That's yeah. what it is. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Don't tell me for trees. Cause see that that vegan steak. I mean, it was good and all, but I'm kidding. <laughs> and he's totally kidding. <laughs> because I, I, okay, guys, I'm gonna tell you, I, I am vegan except for the steak, the chicken, the fish, the. Uh, <laughs> oh, you can come the, stay here, Steve. The milk, the cheese. Yeah. <laughs> the cracker so i'm an unfaithful vegan <laughs> i'm just not very good at it I yeah I was, a, I was a vegetarian for two and a half years it was not easy because i love bacon 
I was a vegetarian for three weeks. And that's because all I could afford were the beans and the cans in order to hook up over a campfire. <laughs> well, we just burn all our vegetables. So I don't know if that's the healthiest way to eat them, but they get, they get cooked regardless. No, Carbon, carbon's good for you. Yeah. But I've also heard a lot, you know, I know Scott on his uh, cannibal diet. Um, and I know a couple other people that are cannibal. also cannibal diet. <laughs> <laughs> Oh. Carnivore. <laughs> I was, well, he's struggling lately. He's I'm just kidding. I just told you guys something you shouldn't know. <laughs> it all makes sense. Cannibal. Carnivore. Boy, what's going through my head? <laughs> Carnivore. Let's try that. <laughs> <laughs> He's on his carnivore diet. Um, but I've also talked to a couple of the people that are on it as well. Carnivore, yeah. That's carnivore, not yeah. cannibal. Um, <laughs> where that came from, man. It's because I was, I was reading an article earlier about Hannibal the cannibal. Um, <laughs> boy, that's the, talk about your biggest Freudian slip of all time. I revealed a truth you guys weren't supposed to know. <laughs> but no, everyone that I've talked to, um, that's on the carnivore diet has said the same exact thing. Yeah, Ed's like, I'm I'm reconsidering coming over to your house tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh. We'll let you know if we make it home. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, if yeah. you don't hear from us again, yeah. you know what happened. If you don't see him in chat tomorrow, um, call the local authorities. You can find them at nine one one. But um, well, everyone I've heard is is extremely healthy they've got more energy yeah. mm -hmm. and you know at first when i started hearing about it i was like nah that can't be good for you no it's fine for you. but but yeah it's actually like yeah. you know but yeah. you're better better off like doing meat that's not being injected or you human know, you know by a cow <laughs> or humans <laughs> stay away from the human flesh i'm telling you Brothers in the Bible. <laughs> Mojo Rising. It causes bad gird. <laughs> with, with, <laughs> Mojo Rising says, with fava beans oh, uh, and a nice Chianti. Well, the thing that's crazy about it is it, it kind of goes against the norm of what you're taught growing up. You know, yeah. you got the food pyramid, all that stuff. Mm -hmm. But we are also told a whole lot of other things that have turned out to be yeah. lies. Um, I, matter of fact, hopefully we'll be able to tell you, you'll see more at one point, you know, like there's certain arguments that I still won't get into because, well, I don't know, you know, the whole flat earth, globe earth, like none of that stuff really matters to me because um, the kingdom is what I kind of focus mm -hmm. on. And, you know, the, well, the rest of the stuff we'll find out down the road. So when I see people, because to me, at the very least, those are created to create division because mm -hmm. it does, it creates arguments no different than, you know, your political stance and and then we talked about it before, um, churches, Christianity specifically, because, you know, Islam, I think they've got like maybe two versions of it. Judaism has like maybe two versions of it. Catholics have a couple, you know, you've got the ones that believe in Christ um, as the Savior, you know, that kind of goes back and forth. But Christianity's got like like 150 different sets of uh, the same religion just well, you know, you can't know you're supposed to be on your knees when you pray. No, you're supposed to stand when you pray, you know, just weird little arguments that don't make a difference. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Um, as far as you, as far as I'm concerned, if you focus on the gospel, you focused on the laws, um, salvation, repenting, um, you're good to go. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's meant to be simple, to be honest. It's meant for anybody and everybody to understand it. Uh, you know, when Christ brought it to us. So I don't, it's man that us that makes it complicated. Yeah, it's supposed it, we, to be simple. Do. Well, see, that's the thing that it's not even, we would keep it simple. It's the deception 
that's made things more complicated. Mm-hmm. And and that's one thing too is um and I've always said it the most dangerous thing in this world aren't serial killers and terrorists. Most dangerous thing in this world are preachers that are standing up leading pulpits, um, preaching false messages, mm-hmm. confusing people. Um, Devo, I gotta ask a. Uh, do the lion's diet to step above carnivore. Is that like um, eating your meat raw? Because I don't know if I'm ready for that. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds scrumptious. Okay, well, I remember how to cook your steak next uh, time. Like, I put it on back. the grill, sear, sear. We yeah. call it a um, Pittsburgh. <laughs> <laughs> Where it's like, it's like completely red in the center and then burnt on the carbon on the outside. I remember watching a video online of uh, there was like a, a vegan protester or vegetarian pro. I don't know what it is, but uh, there was somebody there eating a raw steak yes. in front of them. Did you see that video? Oh, dude, that would, that would it be It cracked me. me up so bad. That's called non, non, nonverbal protest. Yeah. And <laughs> I would do it in a heartbeat. <laughs> I like my steak well done. I don't want it mooing at me when I'm eating it. <laughs> yeah, I prefer not to, to cut into a vein. Like, yeah. that's a big, like, you know, because I'm not a cannibal. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> I've done that before where, you know, and I do. I, I We talked about that earlier. Um, I like carbon. I like um burnt. I eat my toast burnt. Oh, wow. I'll eat um, my, my meat burnt. Um, I love the taste of burnt fat. Oh, oh yeah, um, yeah. I, when I worked um when I worked for the stars, um everyone knew me because I was everywhere always. I'm getting things set up or whatever. So everybody knew who I was. And whenever I would walk back by the Smoky Moe's um restaurant in inside of the uh arena, they would always be like, Hey Duncan, come over here. And they would give me the burnt fat. <laughs> and and I'm like, Oh man, you guys are so awesome. It's like just melts melts in your mouth. Oh yeah. <laughs> That's good for you. You know, and I could use a little bit of that. You know, hey. um, I, I know you guys can't see me. Many of you guys got to see me over at the Bards Fest, you know, but I'm not a big dude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I could use a little less. <laughs> oh, yeah. Where, how, how, high is, how far up is that? Um, right there. Oh, oh where are you at? Sorry, guys. I'm looking for something right now. I don't mean to have a little dead air. Right here. Okay. So, hi, Vistas. Um, uh, because he has a checkup in the morning. Yeah. So, we're going to um, do a quick little prayer for her. Look at that Sunday, man. We're going to do multiple prayers. We're going to pray yeah, at the end yeah. of the show. You, so, take it away. <laughs> if everyone would just bow their heads, please, we'll do a quick little prayer for our sister, hi, Vistas. Um, Father, many of us are going through so much right now we're going through just a little bit of anxiety a little stress just what's happened in the world but we're also going through our own personal health issues um all of us have something different at some point and that feels like the closer we're getting to the times ahead of us in the chaos the more sicknesses illnesses and health issues we're dealing with father so i ask the lord that you answer the prayers of high vistas our beautiful sister um and just help everything be okay let there be no problems anything that was there let it be completely healed you you perform the greatest miracles, dear Lord, <clears throat> and we've talked about some last week with miracles performed by children. We talked about a movie about a girl that believed in miracles and miracles that she did all through you. So, Father, I just ask that you watch over our sister right here. Let her get all better. Let there be no problems today or going forward. But I also ask, Father, for the many other people right now that I don't know that need those prayers, 
just to reach out dear lord <clears throat> give them that extra attention that extra love those extra blessings so that they themselves can move past what they're going through father we don't need the chemo and the poisons and of all the different things that pharmaceutical companies are giving to us dear lord we need your healing hand dear lord we need to learn how to be the healers ourselves through you dear lord so let us all rise to the occasion not just to reach out in prayer but to take that moment to visit that person in the flesh physically lay our hands on top of them and pray dear lord work through us as conduits dear lord through to your holy power to help the health and the healing and the change that all of us are going to need dear lord give us that wisdom and the discernment and the strength and first of all the the acknowledgement that the first thing that we need to do before anything is to reach out in prayer to you dear lord because you create the greatest of miracles that we cannot do without you so father i also ask um that you visit firestorm you bless her laying um she's uh in the hospital and just needs your hand as well dear lord and those blessings to bring her through this dear lord we are all going through so many different things dear lord and i don't even know exactly what the issues are in many cases but you do father so i know just by asking you dear lord to lay your hands your love your guidance your wisdom your mercy and your healing touch on them dear lord send those people into that hospital pray send those people around that are around them in the hospital the nurses dear lord guide them all give them that that heavenly blessings that only you can do so that they can have help in the healing of this person let us all come to prayer together dear lord to make this happen but i'm going to go ahead and thank you father because i know that this prayer is not in vain like no prayer is in vain and you will answer these dear lord and you're going to bring the greatest of healing to all of us dear lord we ask um now i know um it's the intestine specifically dear lord and firestorm let those be healed fix all of it let there be no issues no underlying issues and no further issues from this dear lord in jesus christ's name and our heavenly father's name we pray amen amen sorry i'm praying amen. as i'm getting prayers so um, <laughs> oh that's good prayer requests but you know that's one great thing is that all prayers are answered and i hear a lot of people go i've been praying about that forever and this is what i got and it's like but the way that you expected the prayer to be answered isn't the way that god's going to answer that prayer unless that's what he needs you know um you pray for for i always use the example of strength and courage particularly god's not going to be god's not a genie okay you can't rub the magic bible and and god pops out and just gives you what you directly ask for no he gives you what you need so when you ask for courage when you ask for strength god gives you the opportunity to develop it mm -hmm. to you know have that you earn these things in, in a way you know what i'm saying it's like it's like armor armor doesn't just exist you gotta melt it down you've got to bang it out with a hammer you've got to build it you know but eventually you get really good at it and you wouldn't have gotten good at it if god hadn't challenged you so that's what god's going to bring into your life he's going to bring you the challenges um being healthy and healing you know it may take a little while but god's going to give you what you need in order to know what medicines you or what natural medicines you need what herbs you may need to take the what people need to be brought into your life to help this happen you know like i said is a prayer we always expect it you know we pray to god for something we always expect it to be this way and then many people don't even realize that their prayer was answered mm -hmm. until like a year or so later and then you look back upon it you're like whoa 
God answered that prayer a year ago, but I'm seeing the fruits of it now. Mm-hmm. And it's because, um, like I said, you know, it's, you don't, you don't um, take a chemistry class and then go in and take the exam without the other eight weeks of course that you take, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You've got to learn it. You've got to build up. You know, you've got to, you know, get the endurance and so forth, but eventually you become the best out of that you can be. You know, he doesn't give you, pardon me, half-ass courage. You end up with like straight up courage, mm-hmm. you know, strength. He gives you that you pray for strength. He may not give you big arms and big legs. He may need you to have the strength of the soul, the strength of prayer. He's given you what you need, not what you think you need. And that was one thing that I've learned on um, the closer I get to God is seeing those miracles happen. You, you guys want to add to that? Uh, I was just going to say it's God's time. And sometimes patience is what he needs to teach you. Well, yes. I think mm-hmm. all of it's a lesson because you think, I think to me, I, there's a reason he refers to himself as the father. Mm-hmm. It, he, he teaches you just like you were saying. And also y- you're learning patience. You're learning faith, faith. Uh, even when you think he's not going to answer, are you still faithful to him? He's always shown he's faithful to us yeah. one way or another. He's always fulfilled everything he's ever said he's going to do. Um, and it, I believe it's like that even when we pray. And I, I think it's just he he develops your character and who you are. You mm-hmm. know, you persevere and you keep going and you keep having faith and uh, keep leaning into him and expecting your prayers to be answered. And it may not be the way you expect it, but in the end, it's you're going to be blessed spiritually way more than what you may physically initially yeah. be looking at, you know? Yeah. He gives you more blessings of what you asked for. Cause we had said something earlier is that, you know, God doesn't hear the prayers that come from your mouth. He hears the prayers that are leaving your heart. He, he that's where he hears the prayers. He knows your prayer before you even pray it from your mouth. So in essence, we may pray for strength. We may pray for courage, but our hearts know, that we also need patience and this other stuff. So God is answering even the prayers that you weren't consciously aware of. So when he does answer a prayer, it's like multifaceted, you know, and, and patience is a big one. Cause um, as humans, we become um, instant gratification type of people and it's hard not to, you know, when, when we want, um, when we need a new car, we're like, I want it tomorrow. You know what I'm saying? And God's like, no, if you wait another year, you're going to get what you need. And I will take care of you in the meantime. I'll give you an Amish buggy, you know, <laughs> um, but, but enough, but, but you know, to get off the silliness. Um, he does, he, he gives us what we need when we need it. And that's part of the thing that he asks us to kind of walk away, separate from the flesh, mm-hmm. you know, quit focus on that. I saw a great meme today and it said, father, remove the me from me to make more room for you. Amen. And I, I was like, man, every now and then I see one of those and I just, I get the shivers like, Ooh, yeah, that's awesome. Cause it, it, it breaks it down so beautifully. And, and once again, speak simply, no one misconstrued that or didn't understand what I was just saying. Remove the me from me. The, our biggest problem is us. We are our own, yeah. the old saying, we are our own worst enemy is 100% true. You know, God in your heart and in your soul, you've got, you've only got protection. And two, you got to think though, when everything is for his glory, even when you, you're healed yourself, or if that's what you're seeking, it's got to be for God's glory. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's all for him. Um, and I see that a lot of times, like 
it's got sometimes it will get to the point that it's so bad that the doctors say there's no chance. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Yes. And guess what? That's when you you can't deny that the healing comes from God. Amen. And and I can't tell you how many times I've heard and seen that where the doctor was like, You've got three months to live. And God's like, Yeah, right. I didn't say that, you know, and, and he does. He he heals you, he extends your life because you know, we said it before, every one of us have a mission. There, it's no coincidence that we were born today um, during this history, this time, especially now. God's always put us on our missions, but right now we are on the mission of missions mm -hmm. and we have a big job ahead of us and it's not going to be pretty. You know, so God didn't create a weak, he didn't create a bunch of weak Christians. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And matter of fact, it's one thing that, that I love now that I'm seeing is that some of the older Christians, the ones that have, you know, Christians, you know, 30, 40 years ago, um, they developed that relationship over time. But what I'm seeing today are the ones that are finding Christ in God today are like getting that relationship so fast because they realize the importance, you know what I'm saying, that there's no, we're running out of time. Yeah, you that, know? there's a sense of urgency. Yeah, exactly. You know, so I'm, I'm seeing people just really become who they're becoming. And it's just absolutely, it, it amazes me. Um, I love hearing people's stories about the miracles and stuff, especially the ones that you can't deny God's involvement. And he, we're going to see a whole lot of that coming up here soon because the world is falling in complete disarray. But if you look carefully, you'll see the miracles within the chaos mm -hmm. because God doesn't let anything go void. Nothing. Everything he puts into your life is, is for a purpose. It's not in vain. Anything happening in this world is no different. God has laid his hands down on everything. We discussed earlier about, you know, the government abiding by the laws and stuff like that. And a lot of people are like, well, no, you must abide by all laws. It's like, no, if it's against God's law, God doesn't want us following that path because mm -hmm. all it's going to do is lead us to destruction. Yeah. You know, so, but, um, but nonetheless is like by having that faith, by following God and doing everything like that, we're going to be on that right path. And, you know, some things we do need to ignore. Um, our, our law of our land right here in my own country, right here in the United States of America, is our Constitution. You know, and the Constitution falls in line. It literally taught, you know, an unalienable, unalienable rights that God was granted to us that cannot be taken away by man. You know what I'm saying? We're, we're seeing that. Those are things we need to follow. But then they sneak these new laws in today, which aren't necessarily God's laws. And all they're going to do is, like, lead you into destruction and chaos. You know, but um, I also feel that the disarray that we have going on within our own government, within the governments around the world, was also God's hand. Because mm -hmm. you can't expose darkness without letting people see it, without God shining that light on it. And I've said it before. No one in this country has ever woken people up to the evil and the tyranny that's happening in our government better than this administration. You know what I'm saying? It had to be. We had to experience this in order to realize what was going on. Sometimes you have to be made to feel uncomfortable in order to break that uncomfort, the uncomfortableness. Yeah, which I don't mean to quote Q, but uh, sometimes you got to walk through the darkness to see the light. Not exactly. And you know what? Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm always, it's <laughs> one thing about me is that I'll never, because there was a lot of beautiful things that came out of it. Um, and like I said, I found God because of it you know sadly i had to see how real the devil was and stare him in the eyes before i was like okay well god must be real too but guess what 
I had to walk through the darkness and able to see, you know, or in order to work my way out of that tunnel into the light. Mm-hmm. Um, go ahead. I was just thinking when you see shadows, you know, there has to be a light cast in it somewhere. Exactly. <laughs> Except, but here's the great thing is that the object is casted by that light, yep. but light itself has no shadow. Yep. Mm-hmm. And, and I, you know, it was kind of pointed out. It's a beautiful, a beautiful, you know, metaphor is that um, darkness needs light to exist, but light does not need darkness to exist. That's why heaven doesn't need a sun. Mm-hmm. Well, it needs a sun, but the S O N, not the yeah. S U N because the S O N is the light in heaven. And, and the, that's why, you know, they, they talked about the stones that line heaven and how everything is glowy and, and just lit up. God is that light. Yeah. And that's and the, yeah. I was thinking about that, uh, you know, darkness can only exist in the absence of light. Yes. So you think about the, like us, our complacency or don't get me wrong. We're all guilty of being complacent. Mm-hmm. Um, but because of that, you know, darkness and iniquity is abounding. And, but guess what? All we have to do is walk, seek God, seek righteousness, walk righteously and be a light. And guess what? That darkness can't exist. It can't. No. As a matter of fact, if you walk into a cave of complete darkness, all it takes is a match to penetrate that darkness. Yes. That's how powerful light is. You know what I'm saying? Darkness can't penetrate light, but light can penetrate darkness. Mm-hmm. And that's a beautiful thing. Even Einstein said this when he was like a kid. He, he said what you said about, you know, the absence of light. Uh-huh. Yeah. You know? There, there's, the, I think it's the man. I forgot who it is. Some guy I listen to on the radio <laughs> when I'm driving. Sometimes <laughs> Richard Hamilton. I don't know if you ever heard him, but uh, I think he said that, and I always, I always took that that darkness not being able to exist except in the absence of light from him. And then yeah. you brought it up the other day, and I was like, man, you think just like me? <laughs> yeah, it's just like just like evil. You know, like I said, is evil is the absence of God. But the moment God comes in, you know, what I'm saying like. You know, that's what fills the source, you, your, your inner being, your soul. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, God is, is everywhere, always um, omnipresent, mm-hmm. you know, devil, not omnipresent, you know? So um, that's one thing is that, you know, people, you know, cause I hear, um, I saw somebody say this to uh, a Satanist because the Satanist is all bragging about his, his God, Satan. And then um, the Christian goes, oh yeah my God created your God, <laughs> you know? And I'm like, whoa, man, yeah, you, boom. You, you worship the creation. I worship the creator. Mic drop. <laughs> <laughs> well, guys, we're already through an hour. And I told you, you would, you would get comfortable with it. And I told you how fast these shows go. Um, if you can believe that or not, already an hour through. It felt like 15 minutes. I know it, it does. <laughs> it, it flies by. Um, it was a blessing. Um, having you on the show right here in the studio. It's a blessing having you guys as, neighbors right here um you know we're, we're going to be doing more of this be doing some little uh prayer sessions out by the fire you know here at the fireplace out in the backyard at some point but um we're blessed to know you we're blessed to have you here even before we even moved here to call you um brother and sister and uh just being able to have this because you both got such a great god aura around you and you know so and this is what we need we need more of this we need to come together in the name of God and Christ, have these just little random conversations about God. You know, it's it's a beautiful, even early when we were eating, you know what I'm saying? Like, it was kind of like our show the other night with Douglas. We didn't get to a topic without falling right into scripture of God somehow. 
Yeah, yeah. Um, well, it's an honor to be here. I'm, those are flattering words. <laughs> um, yeah, you talk better of me than I think of myself, that's for sure. Do we all do? <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's, it's good to be yeah, here. Yeah, and, I, and I'm glad you said that. Um, something I've been wanting to say for a while, too, is don't ever forget this. We perceive ourselves differently than others see us. We live in our own minds. You know, therefore, we see every flaw, everything we would like to do better. We see all of that. We see how far away from God than we should be. Others see where you are. You know what I'm saying? So so when someone says something nice, compliment you or something, embrace that, you know, and just remember that, you know, you're always going to be with yourself. You're always going to see your failures. You're always going to see or, or, you know, see where you want to be compared to where you are. But other people only see where you are, you know, and that's a beautiful thing. That's it's beautiful it, thing. It, it's a blessing in itself. Yeah, I yeah. think, I think that, that, that was a good point and good things you said there, because I think God, some, he'll, he used other people to remind you that you're you're on the right track or you're it, doing good, you know. Exactly. Other than that, we wouldn't get anywhere. We would always be down and, and waiting to get to the goal. But you know what the goal is? The goal is accomplished the day you accepted Christ into your mm-hmm. heart. We got a lot of proving to do. We got to be better. We got to be less sinful. You know what I'm saying? But the goal is accomplished. Actually, the goal is accomplished the day that Christ died on that cross. Amen. But in your own lives, the moment that you accepted the man that died on that cross was the moment that you reached the goal. And you just got to work on it. And God sees the work that you do. You only see where you want to be. God sees where you are. People see where you are. So, you know, so never, never cease to just let somebody know what you think of them. You know what I'm saying? Let them know how much they're loved. Let them know what a beautiful light they've brought into life through God. Like I said, it can change someone's day. It's as simple as giving someone a hug or a smile. They can literally be what changes the day and everyone else's day that they come in contact with. The arm of God is long. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. But once again, I want to thank you. Living, I want to thank you as well, yeah, babe. Absolutely. You're, you're, you're used to the mic. You're here every night. I won't ever ask you to pray again. You can pray in my ear and I'll say what you're saying. That'll be something I'm not doing like. <laughs> but, um, not again. but we will do our after prayer, prayer, prayer. Yes. How's that? Yeah, <laughs> Sounds awesome. So everybody, please bow your head for one final prayer for the evening. Heavenly Father, I want to thank you again just for giving us this opportunity just to to be with you, to pray, to serve you, to be on our missions. And Father, thank you for putting such wonderful people in our lives. Dear Lord, let us all step up and do what we can. Let us say kind things to everybody. Let's not be part of the negative in this world, dear Lord. Even when we're having a bad day, let's not pass that on to other people. Let's give them love. And in return, we will see that love within ourselves and again. Dear Lord, Let us never be too hard on ourselves. Let us never stop venturing forward to become better people, less sinly. But dear Lord, also um, just remind us that we are on that path and we have accepted you. And the fact that we pray at all is a miracle, dear Lord, especially in a world that is designed to keep us looking down, looking at screens, doing anything but looking at the kingdom. Father, let us always keep one foot in the kingdom as we have the other one on this earth, dear Lord. We, we, are trying to get home. But Father, you have us here for a reason. This is not just a terrible vacation sometimes that we wake up and go, why are we here? But you're having us change this world one person, one soul at a time, dear Lord, and that is because of you. So dear Lord, consistently just remind us what our mission is. Give us that wisdom and discernment so that we know how to use the knowledge of this earth, dear Lord, without being harmful. 
Let us do everything that we can to help one another, dear Lord, not harm one another. And that includes our enemies, dear Lord. And sometimes it's difficult to pray for our enemies. Sometimes I'll pray for my enemies, dear Lord, but do I really mean it? Dear Lord, don't let the words just come out of our mouths. Let it come from our hearts, dear Lord. Even the most evil, wretched, vile things on this earth, dear Lord, can be changed, not through us, but through you, dear Lord, working through us. Let us be part of that change. Let us walk down that narrow path and not only lift one another up as we fall, dear Lord, but be there to slowly guide those people that are lost souls right now. Dear Lord, you are the, the answer. You are the answer to finding that salvation in this world, in this life, dear Lord. And in many ways, life becomes so easy and so beautiful the moment that we accept you into our hearts. But in other ways, dear Lord, it becomes more difficult. So I ask, dear Lord, as the devil tries to intervene in our lives, sending his demons into our lives and trying to distract us, deceive us and change us and pull us away from that narrow path, that you just constantly work in our lives, dear Lord. Mend our armor through our repentance, dear Lord, as we admit the wrongs that we do. Let us be better tomorrow than we are today. Dear Lord, if you so be it, decide to give us that day tomorrow. You didn't promise it, but if you give it to us and allow us to wake up tomorrow, let us utilize it in every way we can in your heavenly name. Dear Lord, let us become stronger in our faith ourselves, but help other people find it. Let's not be shy about our relationship with you, dear Lord. Let's be walking billboards. Let's talk to strangers, dear Lord. Let's help them make that change, not through the words, but to the fruits that we bear. Let's do kind things, dear Lord, not to be recognized, but to do it because it's the right thing, dear Lord. Let us quit being selfish and start being selfless. Dear Lord, instead of worrying about ourselves for Christmas and some of these other these holidays that we celebrate in your name, let us put forth the effort to help others, the ones that are really in need. Dear Lord, we don't need new physical, tangible things. We need to help feed other people. We need to help shelter other people. Dear Lord, let us quit thinking that, that financial tithing is the only way to tithe. Dear Lord, give us an extra five hours of each day so we can go out and help someone. Re-roof their homes. Fix their air conditioning units. Use one of the many talents that you have given every one of us to help somebody that can't afford it, dear Lord. Because in your name, everybody can afford everything that they need. But what they need and what we want are completely different things, dear Lord. So let us all learn the difference between wants, those differences between needs. Let us be happy with a horse and a buggy and realize that we don't need a Mercedes. Dear Lord, let us realize that we just need shelter over our head to keep us warm. We don't need a 20-room mansion with 15 bathrooms. Dear Lord, let us appreciate everything. Let us not take for granted anything else in this world. Let us understand that sometimes the smallest things are actually the biggest things. But Father, we thank you for everything you have blessed us with. We thank you for the blessings that you're going to bring to us. We just ask you, Lord, that we learn our missions. We use the wisdom to use the knowledge that we've got on this earth, dear Lord, and use the talents that we have that you have given us so that we can gift those to others. In Jesus Christ's name and our Heavenly Father's name we pray. Amen. Amen. Well, guys, once again, absolute blessing to have you here. Matt in heaven, you guys are awesome, amazing, and uh, we're just going to become tighter and tighter as the time moves on. Um, maybe you get to spend a little bit of Christmas together. Hopefully yeah. it's a white Christmas like we talked about. You know, <laughs> Heavenly Father, if you want to grant us a white Christmas.
<laughs> hey, yeah, we'll, we'll get out and have fun, foil yeah. and sled. Oh, yeah. oh man, it can be fun. Exactly. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> and and Ed, give me a call tomorrow after twelve, and hopefully you'll be over here and hanging out with us tomorrow. Absolutely. I, if I can start going to bed earlier, um, I wouldn't say call at twelve. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we but, keep saying what we talked about, but it's because we had a show before the show. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> We kind of do that every night. We have our, our pre-show show and then the show and then our post-show show. And you're, like, you're like, you're repeating yourself. But it's like, that was before the show. Though. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's our, it's our warm-up. You know what I'm saying? Do, do, you, um, do you go play soccer without stretching first? No. You know what I'm saying? So I feel like before you do a show about Christ, you got to talk about Christ. Yeah. It's, it's extending your joints and, and getting your muscles loosened up. Exactly. Our, our spiritual muscles. Ran that 5K. Oh my gosh. Training. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm, I'm so, man, my shins are sore. <laughs> yeah, but you still managed to walk up the stairs to get into the house. So yeah. that's yeah, a great start. You did, you did come. Heaven yeah. gave me a piggyback ride, but, you know, I got in the house. So, yeah, amen. Well, oh living, Matt, Hev, thank you so much for joining us this evening. I love you guys with all my heart. And all of you out here in the chat and those of you who may listen to this show after it is published. God bless you all. We are so thankful for all that you do, for the prayers that you extend. We love you more than we can ever say, and we certainly do appreciate you, and we wouldn't want to spend a day without you. Sadly, I got to take a day off every now and then to get stuff done, but guys, I, I still think about you. I still pray for you. We love you, and we thank you for everything that you do. Guys, I want to thank you so much for joining us for Kilted Christian, episode 478, Election Prayers with Matt and Hev and Livin' and me, brothers, sisters in the Bible. We'll be back tomorrow evening for another episode, 479, and we're going to be talking about the many teachings of Jesus Christ. I know you guys are looking forward to that because, well, it's one of our favorite topics. It's a show yeah. called Kilted Christian. I hope, yeah. you're, I hope you're here for that reason, right? But I'm... Um, we love you all. We thank you for everything you do. Have an absolutely beautiful rest of your Sunday. We'll see you tomorrow evening at 10 o'clock Eastern time. We love you. God bless. Oh, say can you see by the dawn's early light What so proudly we hail at the twilight's last gleaming Whose broad stripes and bright stars Through the perilous fight O'er the ramparts we watched Were so gallantly and the rockets regular, the bombs bursting in there, gave proof through the night that our flag was still there. Oh, say does that
Everyone have an absolutely beautiful night. Thank you so much for joining us on this beautiful Sunday with Matt Heaven Living. Great conversation. And once again, guys, carnivore diet. <laughs> Don't be cannibals. That was that was the biggest mistake wording ever. Carnivores. <laughs> guys, I love you very, very much. Remember, we are so fortunate to know how this book ends. God wins. So relax. Fear not. Stress not. Let go of the anxiety. Never cease in prayer. Hold that line. God will get us through. We just need to stay on our missions and follow his lead. Guys, I love you very, very much. We'll see you tomorrow night for Kilted Christian episode 479, The Teachings of Jesus Christ. Have a beautiful Sunday, and God bless.